630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. If you have plans this week or if you don't have plans this week, you're going to have to make some time make to some check room. out the Flying Canoe Festival. If you've never been, it is such a hoot. It is probably, well, my favorite winter festival. Um, you know, Deep Freeze Festival is really awesome during the day, but this one sparkles at night. The visuals. Uh, you talk about FOMO, fear of missing out. If you've ever seen some of the pictures out of Flying Canoe, uh, then you've seen just really almost almost magical scenes, and that is so much part of it. Uh, yeah. well, it's very Instagrammable, <laughs> let me tell you. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, I love the festival. Alan Jacobson is a lead festival coordinator, and he's joining us in studio. Nice to see you. Good day. Good morning. Good How morning. I'm well. Good morning. Thanks for uh, the invitation. It's You're really a pleasure being here. You have the red and black on, by the way, so yeah. well done with the dressing buffalo the buffalo plaid, which really fits the theme. For people who have never heard of it, maybe they're newcomers to Edmonton and have never been down. Tell us about the Flying Canoe Festival and, and the origins behind it. Yeah, the Flying Canoe is uh, it's based on a story written in about 1895 uh, that that identified, um, told the story of a bunch of hunters, coureurs de bois, bûcherons, they were out in the bush, and they really wanted to get back home and see their loved ones for uh, for an evening. New Year's Eve, let's call it. it. The story changes every time you say it. And, uh, of course, they were caught in the middle of the woods, and they made a pact with the devil who showed up uh, at the right time, at the right place, and flew them in their flying canoe back to the village, and they spent an evening with their loved ones, but they had to get back to camp the next morning. And on the way back to camp, there were several stipulations, and uh, obviously they couldn't uh, meet all of those on the way back. <laughs> they had a couple of church steeples, and they maybe um, used some foul language. Mm-hmm. And so they are destined to fly for the rest of eternity. Oh, I through the skies. And the indigenous cultures have a, also a bewitched canoe kind of story, you know, and the canoe is instrumental in, in so many areas of the world as far as development of countries and areas and that. So the flying canoe has its origins there. This festival started as the Mill Creek Adventure Walk about 12 or 13 years ago, before my time with the uh, with the, with the, the, the nonprofit. And uh, it was down in Mill Creek, Dylan Toymaker, those wonderful lanterns you spoke of. Mm-hmm. He was the lead artistic, uh, artistic lead there at the time, and uh, then uh, when Daniel Cornwell became the executive director of La Cité, there was an opportunity. The Mill Creek Adventure Walk was no longer, and he said, well, we have to keep this going, you know, and so the Francophone culture here, especially in the West, are deep historical roots with the indigenous culture, resulting Métis and all of that, it was a natural fit for us to carry on with this wonderful Illumination Festival, and from what I understand, uh, the theme was going to be Flying Canoe just for one year. Oh, I see. But it was so great. Everyone said, you have to keep it. So that's the origins of the of this story and of the festival uh, that takes place at La Cité Francophone, Rutherford School Grounds, and all through, as you mentioned, the beautiful urban forest that we have at the Mill Creek Ravine. So, so what... if? You've described where the festival comes from, some of the visual elements of it, but what is it? It's a celebration of a, of a culture, but it seems like you, it's more of being immersed in a feeling. Is That's what it feels like to me. Absolutely. It's a celebration. We always say a celebration of cultures, community, and connectedness. And it really goes back to the, 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 the history of our, of our part of the world here. And it gives people a chance not just to, um, to sort of walk by and see something, but to really get involved in and to interact with uh, you know our cultural providers, right, at the, at the Métis 
camp, they can learn the jigs and reels and the history of them. Mm-hmm. Instead of just walking by a, an exhibit or display, they can actually get right in there and learn how to jig and reel, you know, with Dave Cunningham uh, and his band. And the same thing at the Indigenous camp with Native Counseling Services as our main partner there. You can get in there and instead of just walking by the teepees or enjoying the visuals, you really have that immersive, I guess is the word, mm-hmm. but you really have a connection, a real authentic connection with, with people. And with cultures and I think that's in certain ways sets us apart and as well as it's just it's it's huge and it's beautiful you know as you mentioned so what else can people do there well where do you want to start <laughs> I, I've got my six-page program guide here no what what you can do is is we we have the the forest experience right and that's where we have the indigenous Métis and the trappers cabin those three sort of camps we call them right mm-hmm. and you head down uh, into the ravine access as you can the Mill Creek Ravine which is one of our uh, you know I keep telling people that Edmonton we have the largest urban forest in North America per per capita Mm -hmm. and so you can go down to the ravine and enjoy these great experiences at the indigenous camp we have a virtual display uh, Wednesday Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, we have active uh, Adrian Lachance is there with Wilson Bearhead, uh, drum circle friendship dances, and a special guest, Kaylee Cardinal, will be there Friday oh, night. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the evening. So those kinds of experiences. And then uh, in the in the uh, Trappers Camp, as you're walking through there, Roger Dallaire, one of Canada's great francophone storytellers, mm-hmm. is there with his his uh, his unique brand of storyteller, raconteur, as we say. And then in the Métis Camp, as I mentioned, Dave Cunningham family band uh, will be there with all of their great stories and great music and throughout you will hear soundscapes stories of the legend little speakers throughout the ravine uh, a lot of francophone music being played there that's in the ravine as you work your way up uh, rutherford school there's uh, there's a huge we have geodesic domes this year Those are one and of the so new. what are you doing with these domes yeah, this is the thing just we're, having them is great they're, they're, what gonna, do you do with them they're going to be lit up they're beautiful we're going to program inside we call the one it's a 50 foot diameter dome in rutherford oh, it's school big? it's huge we call it the franco dome Franco Dome, and there we have a series of artists. We'll have a sort of a light show and a DJ Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We've flown in some artists from Quebec, and some young artists, uh, solo sort of techno, interesting artists there. And uh, some of the domes will be in the Mill Creek Ravine. There's a dome that Kaylee's going to be performing in, and there's some domes on the streets uh, and in Rutherford as well that are going to be information booths. They're going to be lit up. So Mm. Karis is a partner. I don't know if you've heard of them. Great lighting company here in Edmonton. So they're going to animate the dome almost like a 360-degree show. Like like Edmonton's version of the sphere out of Vegas. (laughs) Well, the half sphere. (laughs) We're just a little dome. So there's lots going on this year. Those are some of the new things. And we're just, you know, you don't want to reinvent the wheel, but you want to keep polishing the stone, so to speak. So we're just adding some additional programming that's really uh, that's really relevant and uh, and authentic and uh, really a chance for people to just really enjoy. Because this is an outdoor festival and it does happen at night and you see the the eyes of kids who show up and they're, and even the adults, who are we kidding? I'm like, wow, I didn't know our River Valley could be that special and, and look so beautiful. You do have to be prepared for the elements. And I know in past years, there's, it's, it's been a little muddy, it's been a little slushy, it's a little bit cold. What What's the ravine looking like right now? In well, terms of, you know, we're at plus nine, we're going up to 13. <laughs> it's a little bit slushy, it's a little bit mucky. Uh, and, you know, uh, as ever, 
uh, it's it, you know there's uneven terrain uh, terrain in the ravine, right? So we just suggest people dress appropriately, wear some good footwear. It's going to be wet, like you just mentioned, Daryl. That it's we're still in some warm temperatures, right? Unseasonably temperatures. So it's going to be wet. It's going to be mucky. Just be okay. careful. Mm-hmm. It's dark, and even though we have these beautiful lanterns, uh, it's still uh, challenging terrain. So just dress appropriately. Mm-hmm. Be careful out there, um, and uh, and just really enjoy. Sure, you get into some spots that are shady during the day. It can still be icy, so you do have to be be careful and be. And it is going to cool off once we get into this weekend as well. But I mean, just that the temperatures to be able to wander around and and enjoy and spend time. And the coolest part is to, to me is that anybody can show up. It's free. Mm-hmm. It's it's an it's an talk about inclusive. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just like, come on down. Absolutely. We open the doors and away we go. Uh, you know, we're through the years of the pandemic when we had to have registration numbers and all of that, you know. So we encourage people to come out. Last year, uh, we had about 100,000 people, right? And especially on the Friday, Saturday, it was it was really busy. So we, in- we encourage people to come out on the Wednesday, Thursday, you know, especially if you have small children, uh, mm-hmm. uh, come out early, enjoy. And then Friday, Saturday, it's going to get busy. And Friday, Saturday, up at La Cité Francophone, we have the cabaret. And that goes from 7.30 to midnight each night in the theater. We'll have an outdoor DJ, so there's that sort of urban groove up top, <laughs> as always. So, uh, Oh, and one thing I should mention is we do have um, Pixel Sky animations throughout of Vancouver. They're going to fly 180 drones oh. huh? over the Mill Creek by Campus Saint-Jean, mm-hmm. and it'll be a Pixel animation show on Friday, Saturday, 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock. That's cool. Those are 10-minute shows. Weather-dependent, and it looks like it's warm enough so those things can fly. Awesome. And it kicks off tomorrow. It kicks off tomorrow, Wednesday night, 6 o'clock till 10, every evening in the Ravine. It's active and at La Cité, and then uh, 6 till 10 every evening till Saturday night, and 6 o'clock basically till midnight up at La Cité Francophone. And one more thing on, on, on the name, Flying Canoe. Or canoe volant, but it's not flying canoe volant. That we call it flying canoe volant. Is that not uh, redundant? Well, we have to. <laughs> fl- uh, the flying and volant well, are the same of course, thing. Aren't but they? you know, some people, of course it is, but we, that's what we call it flying well, people, canoe volant. People call it nan bread and <laughs> they call true. it chai tea. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're doing TT, so you're just covering all your we're, bases. We're inclusive. Right? We're inviting everyone, you know. So flying canoe volant festival. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ellen. I appreciate oh, you coming in today. Yeah, it was fun. Nice to see you. My pleasure. You too. Thank you both very much. Ellen Jacobson is lead festival uh, coordinator at Flying Canoe Velo. If, if you're not even sure what we're talking about, we're talking about the, how it looks, just Google a few images from oh, any yeah. previous years and recognize that this one's going to be bigger, better. Or, or just wait till it cooler. appears on your social media feed because <laughs> it, like it will. <laughs>